Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast. And today uh, we're going to be talking about cricket. Uh, something that um, we said at the start of the domestic season that we'll be covering a lot more. And it's uh, a real pleasure to welcome back somebody who made the Kabaddi Pro League come alive for us in such a fantastic and insightful way. And it's a real pleasure to welcome back to a friend of the show, uh, Prasan Mukdal, a journalist and absolute uh, expert on all things Indian sports. So welcome back, Prasan. Really good to have you back on the show. Thanks a lot, Bharat. Thanks. Always a pleasure to speak to you. Thanks for getting me on again. No, no, absolutely. Well, like I said, when we covered the um, uh, Kabaddi League, it was thanks to you that the interest was generated and uh, it really came alive. And uh, it was through your insights and expertise on that topic that uh, allowed that to happen. So to have you come back and talk about... um, the domestic cricket season and obviously we'll talk about the international team as well it's um fantastic mm-hmm. really appreciate it so what have you been up to since we last spoke busy uh pretty much you know a very hectic uh cricket season you know we just the bangladesh test ended today and uh, we have the ipl auctions coming up in a uh, little more than two weeks um so yeah i mean the domestic cricket uh, schedule also going pretty well with the said mustafali set to end in a week from now um so pretty exhausting but at the same time uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty fun yeah yeah and it's something that's not covered often uh, especially outside india uh, the domestic uh, cricket season and obviously this is where the stars of the future and players that are coming into the team um are applying their trade and it is a very mm-hmm. important uh, part of the game and it's something that we here at uh, Desi Sports do want to cover so it's fantastic to have mm-hmm. you on board to help us through uh, navigate through this season. Uh, we covered the Absolutely. BJ Azari Trophy earlier on um, which um, mm-hmm. a few months ago but um, a few months ago a few weeks ago and then since then we've also had the Deodar Trophy. Uh, for mm-hmm. those outside India can you tell us a little about a little bit about this trophy, uh, the format and the teams that are playing? Uh, so, the Deirdre Trophy is uh, similar to the Vijayasari Trophy where it's a 50-over format. Uh, but then again, the Deirdre Trophy features only three main teams, which is the India A, India B and India C. Right. And uh, the top players from across the nation are basically put into these three teams. And uh, there isn't really um, uh, a selection procedure, so to say, to pick these teams. But uh, we had a, we had a, quite a few interesting players who played uh, this season. You know, uh, the likes of Shubman Gill uh, and Hanuma Bihari. Uh, Shubman Gill obviously is coming up in the circuit, and to see him captain a team was uh, was pretty fun. And uh, you know, so uh, this season was uh, was actually pretty one-sided. Um, but uh, then again, it, it did bring about quite a few talents like uh, Baba Aparajit and uh, Priyank Panchal. Priyam Garg uh, for some uh, some players who were really standouts as well. So you said uh, it's a similar format to the uh, Vijay Zara. So I take it's a 50-over tournament? Yes, it's a 50-over tournament, yeah. So d- who does the selection? Is it the BCCI? Yeah, so the BCCI basically uh, pick uh, the best of the lot, you know, in terms of uh, youngsters and experienced players and uh, put them into teams. So, uh, we had three teams, um, as we mentioned, you know, India A, B and C, and uh, which, was a, which was a mix of players from all over the country and th- those who are looking to make a mark at the domestic stage. 
So it was good to see a couple of uh, exciting youngsters making the team as well. And overall, uh, it was a pretty exciting tournament, though. And what's your summary of the tournament? Oh yeah, um, you know there were uh, there were quite a few uh, good players who came out from uh, this tournament. Uh, someone like Baba Aparijit, who has been uh, consistently performing for Tamil Nadu at the domestic circuit, uh, he finished as the top run getter. And uh, you know even Mayank Agarwal, who has been um, uh, touted to be the next replacement for someone like Chikar Dhawan, has also also did well in this tournament. Um, a couple of Indian players, you know, someone like Dinesh Karthik or Krishna Pagautam didn't have the best of seasons. But then again, this just brought to uh, brought out the fact that you know India uh, is no more only dependent on the uh, old players' or experience, uh, and it's more about uh, adding emphasis on the uh, on pushing youngsters to do a lot more so that they can make a claim for a place in the senior team. Yeah, and I was I was looking at the uh, the teams as well, and um, I saw the name of Ravi Chandra and Ashwin on, yeah. back in the fifty over. So the obviously, uh, I think I, I don't know if it's just to give him some game time or, but uh, is he looking to get back into the uh, one day team? But uh, it was uh, surprising to see him in that selection. Oh yeah, you know uh, Ashwin obviously is trying to get back into the Indian team. Uh, uh, over the past year, he has taken part in uh, the Tamil Nadu Premier League, which happened, and uh, he was also a part of uh, Tamil Nadu's team, which came to the final of the Vijayasaraya Trophy. Um, so he is trying to make a comeback into the Indian team, but uh, you know, as we spoke, the Indian team currently adds a lot of emphasis on bringing youngsters to mm. the fore rather than um, you know uh, uh, ensuring that the old or rather the experienced players get a place in the team. Um, so, although, I mean, as much as uh, Ashwin, you know, is trying hard to get back into the team, um, I feel that uh, there isn't too much room. But um, in a game like cricket, you can never say never. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him that he's trying and uh, hopefully it all works out for him sometime soon. And uh, you mentioned one player there that um, I think we talked about in the when we did the Vijay Zara Trophy review, uh, uh, Baba Aparajit, hopefully I've yeah. pronounced that. Um, is he something, somebody that's knocking on the door of the one-day team? Um, you know, given the fact that India's middle order uh, has uh, looked a bit shaky over the past uh, few months, uh, guys like Baba Aparajit, Shubman Gill, uh, Manish Pandey, um, you know, these are a few players who are actually um, obviously in the reckoning for a permanent spot. Um, Baba Aparajit has done well in the Tamil Nadu circuit, you know, as we spoke earlier. And uh, certainly, although he isn't really, uh, you know, knocked the door, so to say, uh, he certainly made a big impression in terms of domestic cricket and uh, he could probably uh, have a peek in sometime in the near future. And this is a good thing about covering the domestic uh, cricket, especially with uh, somebody like yourself um, who can highlight these players that we can um, track uh, and see their progress. So uh, that's a, a name that we'll see if he figures around the squad because uh, we've got some one-day internationals coming up. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, moving on now into the next trophy in the domestic season. Um, so India C obviously won that quite comfortably. Um, they yeah. beat India B in the final, um, so um, brilliant performance by them, really good team, uh, staying unbeaten. Um, but now we uh, T20, when you talk about T20 in India, everybody talks about 
the IPL, obviously, the biggest T20 mm-hmm. tournament in the world. Uh, surprising, might be surprising for a lot of people that we do have a do- another domestic uh, T20 tournament, and that's the Said Mushtaqali Trophy. Yeah, yeah. So, so how, I mean, uh, I was looking, it's, it's the 11th edition, so it's been going quite a long time. Uh, what can you tell us about the format and how it's um, received in India? I mean, I bet there's no comparison with the IPL, but how is the domestic uh, T20 tournament looked at back home? Um, so, you know, uh, the Syed Mushtaq Ali Trophy was uh, last year played in the, March, in the uh, month of uh, Jan. Uh, January 2018 and you know it didn't really give too much room for the uh, scouts of the IPL teams to pick players based on the performance from the side Mustakali Trophy which is uh, obviously a 20 over format uh, but this year the BCC had decided to uh, put the tournament you know right before the IPL auctions which is scheduled to happen uh, on 19 December uh, so this side this this edition of the side Mustakali Trophy is basically to um, give players or youngsters, uh, you know, a platform to sort of do well for their respective states uh, in the shortest format and probably earn uh, a good contract uh, in the IPL auction. So um, it's it's been uh, it's going well. Uh, you know, the, uh, the teams are obviously doing pretty well, and uh, we've got a couple of good teams. Um, you know, in the Super League stages, uh, big big teams such as Karnataka, Mumbai, Tamil Nadu, Baroda. Uh, Delhi, obviously, you know, a few good teams are in the reckoning to finish off in the semi-finals and then hopefully uh, go on to win the title as well. So, in terms of the actual format, um, just to um, make it a little bit clear, so every single Renji Trophy team participates, is that right? So, I know we've got a lot of domestic teams. This was one of the surprises uh-huh. when I uh, thought about covering the domestic season because when you look about look at around the world, uh, the domestic mm-hmm. structure, the teams... You, you don't have too many domestic uh, teams uh, like here in England. We've only got 14, yeah. 15. But in India, we've mm-hmm. got 28 odd. Is it 28? Domestic. Uh, we've got 38 teams which participated uh, in this edition of the Syed Mushtaqali Trophy. How many? Of which um, uh, 10 have qualified for the Super League stage. Did you say 38? Yeah, 38. Yeah. Wow. What do you think of that number? <laughs> Well, you know, uh, in terms of uh, being a cricket fan and obviously a keen follower of domestic cricket, I feel that uh, it is very important for uh, BCC to sort of promote such leagues and bring out a lot more players from across the state. Um, because, you know, times uh, times have gone by when, uh, you know, Mumbai, uh, a team such as Mumbai, who are like, I think, 37-38 time Ranji champions, uh, they have gone on to uh, win almost all the tournaments and, you know, Big teams such as Karnataka, Tamil Nadu have always had the ascendancy in terms of team strength. Uh, but, you know, with with, with uh, teams such as Haryana, Delhi, Baroda uh, doing really well and, uh, you know, making a big uh, claim for one of the, one of the uh, top positions in terms of cricket in the state or in the country. Uh, it's, a, it's a very big, uh, uh, it's a very important thing that, you know, uh, youngsters are coming up from different states in the country. And uh, those states are getting exposure in terms of quality of talent that they have in uh, their respective states. And in that 38-team format, I know um, recently there was a huge expansion where we had uh, teams from the northeast um, mm-hmm. yeah. join uh, the domestic structure. Um, yeah. what, what what have you made of them in their first couple of seasons? Teams like Meghalaya, Assam, Mizoram, uh, Nagaland. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- what have you thought about having them in there? Have they, uh, 
is it is it diluted the standard or is it uh, something that we'll see progress as we go through the years uh well one thing that uh, i can say for certain is that uh, you know the exodus of players from states like you know mumbai and karnataka into teams like uh, nagaland and mizoram is certainly helping uh, bring up cricket in those states uh, but then again obviously they're very new to such competition at the highest level or at the state level that we seen like now so although they um, uh, i mean nagaland and you know manipur and uh, tripura or you know mizoram couldn't make too much of an impression uh, they'll definitely uh, come up a lot better over the over the next few years because of the quality of talent that's being added to their team and uh, with guys like kb pavan and uh, you know someone like uh, rongson jonathan going and playing uh, for these different states it's obviously a big addition for them also and a boost as well so i feel they'll still take a little time to make a big impression but they're certainly taking the right steps towards uh, going the distance as well and talking about the uh, new teams um, you can correct me on here but uh, did meghalaya beat mumbai yeah meghalaya beat mumbai that was uh, very very surprising for all of us here as well uh, you know uh, meghalaya they are known to be one of the better teams but uh, they definitely beat mumbai and mumbai being the big champions that they are uh it was pretty um i i i'd say it was exciting for us to see a change uh, in the usual trend that takes place so i mean i suppose the t- the good thing about the t20 format certainly for all these teams it, it it sort of levels the um playing field slightly um you see the equivalent mm-hmm. in uh, uh test cricket where some of the teams that are good at t20 you know the new test playing nations they're very good like afghanistan bangladesh you know they have good t20 t20 teams but when it comes to the longer version of the cricket they struggle but t20 is a bit of a leveler for these teams and it gives them a bit of a chance correct correct absolutely you're very yeah bang on there so in terms of uh, there was uh, five groups um any highlights for you from that Ob- obviously we talked about meghalaya beating mumbai but uh, did the uh, group stages go as per the big teams qualifying for the um, uh, next stage any surprises for you yeah. well uh, there weren't any surprises per se you know uh, all the big teams which were uh, which were supposed to qualify uh, did qualify in the end um, big names like we mentioned uh, karnataka mumbai tamil nadu uh, rajasthan delhi uh, among the other teams obviously did make it through uh, but but the best part about this edition of the said mushtaq ali was that uh, there was a lot of competition uh, and you know there weren't too many one side matches uh which would have obviously um, you know taken all the uh, shine off uh, you know uh, ha- organizing a tournament such as the said mustaqli trophy uh, so in that sense i think um, this season in particular was very exciting and although uh, big the big teams did make it uh, to the super league stages um, i expect that you know these teams will definitely give it their all and uh, there'll be a lot more competition in the uh, coming few matches So going into the next stage um, we had uh, Baroda Karnataka from group A Mumbai Haryana from group B uh, sorry mm-hmm. group um, D uh, group C, B was yeah. Tamil Nadu and Rajasthan group E yeah. Delhi Jharkhand and group C Maharashtra and Punjab so like you mentioned mm-hmm. all the big teams getting through to the next stage which has already yeah. begun so how's the um, Super League stage going any surprises so far i know we've only had um, um, four games uh but what have you thought so far of all the big teams playing against each other 
Yeah, you know, um, uh, obviously the Group B uh, is one of the most exciting groups. I mean, among the two is the most exciting group because uh, in in Group B we've got Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, and Mumbai, uh, three teams which you'd expect to make it to the semi-finals. Uh, we also saw, you know, I mean, Karnataka obviously is going really well. Uh, we also won uh, our match uh, today. Um, so of course, um, you know, given the fact that uh, these teams are doing really well. Um, Tamil Nadu, I mean, uh, despite their good show in the Vijay Hazare Trophy um, earlier this year, uh, they didn't they didn't do too uh, too well in the group stages. But given the fact that they beat a team like Mumbai and restricted them to just 121 on the board and then chased it down, uh, it was it was a pretty surprising result. Uh, given that they did pull off such an easy win. But then again, um, the league, uh, the Super League stages is going as per plan. And uh, yeah, all the teams, I'm sure, uh, will give it their best as well. And there's um, quite a few uh, international players um, playing. And uh, you let it out, your team, Karnataka, uh, played 2-1-2. Uh, good wins there. But uh, they they are following on from, um, together with Tamil Nadu, a very good uh, Vijay Azare trophy um, mm-hmm. uh campaign as well are those mm-hmm. uh, is Karnataka the form team at the moment yeah definitely uh Karnataka picked up uh, th- have picked up three wins from the three matches so far uh you know the fact that they've got Manish Pandey uh KL Rahul and Karun Nair among others who have, who have played for India and obviously Devdas Padikal who's the upcoming talent from Karnataka uh the kids had a wonderful season you know he's scoring half centuries after in each game and uh, he's just had a fantastic season uh, uh, right from the Vijayasare Trophy mm. till now. He's, he's one of the trump cards easily. And uh, the bowlers also have uh, complimented the batsmen all through the season. So, I feel that Karnataka will definitely be the favourites to lift the title this season as well. Everybody's um, heard of the uh, strengths of the uh, Mumbai team. Um, mm. I've not looked at their squad actually. Um, any uh, standout players there in the Mumbai team? Uh, the, the the biggest talking point, uh, you know, for Mumbai uh, just before the Super League stage was the return of Prithvi Shaw, uh, who's returning from his doping ban that he picked up last year. Um, so, um, I mean, early this year. So, given that uh, uh, he's back for them and uh, with guys like Surya Kumar Yadav and, uh, you know, Tushar Deshpande having made uh, uh, continuous contributions, I feel that um, they have a very strong side as well. So, how do you see this uh, group stage going? Because I believe um, the top two teams from each group will go into the semi-finals. Um, mm-hmm. The tournament yeah. is due to uh, first week of December, isn't it? The semi-finals and final, or is it? Yeah, uh, this will be ending uh, in the first week of December. Um, so, this will give uh, the uh, teams in the IPL, uh, I mean, the scouts in the IPL, uh, quite a lot of time to sort of settle down on players that they can potentially pick for their teams in the IPL as well. And what's the coverage like in India in terms of the media and this tournament? Um, I'm pretty sure it must be covered on TV, obviously, all the BCCI domestic games are. Um, what's the coverage and the support, um, the fan base? Oh, the, the fan base is uh, pretty good, you know. I mean, uh, despite uh, 38 teams featuring this season, uh, we've got a decent amount of coverage, although uh, most of the media outlets do concentrate on big teams uh, that we discussed earlier. 
the BCC obviously has done a good job of roping in Star Sports and Hotstar to, uh, um, you know, telecast a few big games. And although not all the games are telecast, uh, telecasted, uh, uh, the big teams which play uh, those matches are definitely uh, uh, streamed live. Um, so I feel in that sense, there is quite a lot of, um, uh, you know, reach to the audience who follow domestic cricket. And uh, that's always a good thing because, you know, uh, ap apart from reading what really happens during the game or following the scorecard, it, it is always fun to see, um, uh, you know, other other talented players, um, you know, besides the Indian star players who are actually doing well. Uh, so the coverage is pretty good and I think uh, it'll only increase and they'll start telecasting a lot more matches uh, once we get to the semi-finals and then ultimately the final. So as we uh, we'll talk about this tournament hopefully in the next few weeks as well. Uh, is Karnataka the team to beat, or do you think there's an? Who are your four semi finalists? Um, I think from uh, Group B, I feel uh, uh, Tamil Nadu and Karnataka could actually uh, make it to the semi finals, and uh, from Group A, uh, this is a tough one, but <laughs> I feel Baroda and. Uh, Delhi could be the two teams which actually make it all the way to the semis. So you're going with, uh, with uh, you, you, you don't think Mumbai will be uh, sneaking in? Uh, well, the thing about Mumbai is they uh, they did fall to a loss to Tamil Nadu. And, uh, you know, um, their, their team, uh, although it looks pretty good, they haven't uh, had the best of seasons in terms of... Uh, uh, all-round performances. So, I feel that they could just miss the ticket uh, if Tamil Nadu uh, do hold on to their uh, good show uh, so far. Well, we'll see how this tournament goes. Um, and it was, a, I mean, it's good that the BCI have brought this tournament prior to the IPL auction. Um, if you mm -hmm. were to, advising some of the teams um, for the IPL auction, is there a couple of players mm -hmm. you think, yeah, spend that money, get this player in? Um, you know, because uh, this is domestic cricket and uh, there are quite a few players who could be picked up, you know. Uh, someone like Dhruv Shore for Delhi, uh, he's he's put he's put in a couple of good performances and he was released by the Chennai Super Kings um, in the, uh, I mean, in the lead-up to the auctions. So, he could definitely be a good pick uh, apart from someone like Rohan Kadam from Karnataka who's, um, you know, he's a handy opening batsman and he can give you quick runs. Uh, from the bowlers, I feel Ishan Porel could be a very big pick. Um, uh, he's done extremely well for Bengal and he's a youngster who's uh, consistently among the wickets. Um, of course, someone like Rush Kalaria, uh, left-arm pacer, you know, uh, he's had a good uh, season. He had a good Vijayasari season as well. Uh, so, these four guys could, uh, could definitely uh, get a good contract, I feel, from the IPL team. <coughs> That is a brilliant shout out. There's names that we are definitely not familiar with, but I'm really grateful for you to highlight those names so we can look out for them in the auction. Absolutely. And um, they're all young players, so we'll see if the talent gets uh, through. Um, yeah. So look, looking forward to how this uh, Sai Mushtakali uh, trophy progresses. I know it's in Surat, so the weather won't be an issue there hopefully and um mm. we'll see how the semi-finals and final progress and it'll be good to catch up with you uh having heard the first time about this trophy we'll start following it mm -hmm. as well um but obviously yeah. um the big t20 tournament in india in the world is the ipl and uh, i know mm. it's not for a few months but there's a big event coming up like you mentioned uh 
a while ago, the auction on the 19th of December, and the teams uh, released um, their uh, squads in terms of who they want to retain and who they want to release, um, which is, mm -hmm. um, what did you make of that? the uh, teams uh, any surprises there for you in terms of uh, not so much the retained players but the release players by any any of the uh, IPL teams um you know for me the biggest surprise was the um, release made by the Kolkata Knight Riders uh, you know they released three of their players in Chris Lynn Utapa and uh, Piyush Chawla who have really um, who've, who've stuck with the team uh, over the past few seasons um, although I think Chris Lynn could be more of a more of uh, could be more of uh, an addition to the prize purse for the Kolkata Knight Riders, um, he was certainly uh, a very destructive player for them, and uh, they could miss out on his services. Um, also, you know, RCB. I feel uh, mm. uh, RCB have retained just two foreign players, and they have uh, six slots left for that. And also have about 12 or 13 slots left overall. Yeah. Um, so I feel that RCB will definitely need a lot of, um, will definitely need to have the strategies in place, you know, because uh, the IPL is, is such a platform wherein the best of players are always on the radar of different teams. And if RCB don't really land a couple of good players, it could put their whole season in jeopardy. Um, so, um, you know, this, apart from these two teams, I feel. In terms of uh, squad strength, the Mumbai Indians are hands down the best team uh, ahead of the auctions. Uh, they pretty much have a starting eleven already, and they'll just need a they'll just need to fill in a couple of gaps. And um, yeah, the Rajasthan Royals and Kings Eleven, you know, uh, as always, um, again just have a couple of players to pick up, but. Uh, Overall, looks like it's going to be a pretty exciting option. I think going back to RCB, the uh, past couple of seasons they've had, they did need a bit of a major overhaul, but uh, they've really gone big in terms of releasing the players. So they must they must have some sort of a outline plan of what they want to do and um, and the players that they want. Like you said, they've released so many internationals as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel that you know uh, RCB's biggest weakness always has been their bowling unit. And uh, this season as well, they've retained only Umesh Yadav, uh, Navdeep Saini and uh, Yuzvendra Chahal from the bowling unit and have uh, released all of their foreigners uh, except Mohin Ali and Abid Villiers. Um, so, I feel they'll definitely need to target uh, a couple of good handy fast bowlers, especially in the death overs. And obviously, they'll also need a solid opener because uh, now with... Um, I mean, uh, they obviously have Devdath Padikal uh, in the squad. They haven't released Devdath. Mm. Uh, and given that he's been in the form that he is, you know, he scored 400 plus runs in just nine matches in the Saeed Mustakali Trophy. Yeah. Um, so definitely, he could be in the running to make his RCB debut. Uh, but um, having said that, I think they'll need a strong middle order batsman and someone, uh, I mean, someone from England, you know, Ian Morgan is one, one guy who's do, really doing the rounds. Um, he's been in great form of late. He also had, he's also had a great uh, T10 league. So, I'm sure that he could be uh, a big buy for RCB if they target him as well in the auction. Uh, the other team I thought that might be making a few more changes because they were known as a very um, experienced team, I think is the word I'm going to use, is uh, Chennai. Mm -hmm. But they've again yeah. gone with pretty much the same squad. Uh, the thing about the Chennai Super Kings is that they've always relied on a lot more experience than, yeah. you know, just players who have uh, had a couple of uh, good performances. And that's really worked out for them. Uh, so, given that they've released uh, 
lesser known players like uh, you know mohit sharma sam mm-hmm. billings uh, and you know chaitanya bishnoi among others uh, they've done a good job at retaining their core and uh, csk is known uh, to be a team which has always added focus on maintaining a core of players so you know i i think they might just want to target uh, probably an all rounder or you know a fast bowler to add to their team but otherwise they look like a pretty solid unit ahead of the options as well yeah as always uh, with their experience um and um, same similar squad they know uh, they've mm-hmm. got a set plan and they seem to be uh, following it um one of the talks of the uh, close season was obviously the move of um, uh, Ravi Ashwin from Kings 11 to Delhi Capitals a good move for the Delhi Capitals or Kings Punjab uh well i feel that uh, the kings 11 punjab uh, have don't have too much to lose uh, having released ashwin because um you know they 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 can now focus on someone like krishna bag outcome and they can also sign in a good spinner to support mujibur rahman um the delhi capitals obviously um they they've done an extremely good job of getting uh, rahane and ashwin you know despite both of them not being t20 specialists um they can certainly add a lot of value to the team with their experience and uh, now that they have a solid indian core in place with uh, mm. with the likes of prithvi shaw shreya sayer yeah. shikhar dhawan and rishabh pant in their team um also not to forget ishan sharma obviously uh, they can definitely um invest a lot a lot more heavily on foreign players and bring in specialists um so i feel delhi certainly have have made a very good trade in that sense uh but it but i i still i still feel that um you know ashwin might not be at his peak right now but then again you you can never say because ashwin's been working on on a lot of variations in the recent past and uh, he could certainly turn out to be a trump player for them in the in the ipl 2020 Yeah, and I was really impressed with Delhi last year. Um, they did a big change, and like you said, they focused on a young Indian talent, led by a brilliant uh, Shreyas Iyer. They were my team that I was following last year, so um, I'm looking forward okay, to okay. Um, seeing how they do with Ashwin in their ranks. Um, yeah, so a lot of money is going to be spent on uh, December the 19th, um, an astronomical amount of money that will be spent because a lot of teams have got a lot of funding uh, that they can uh, use. Because I know there is a cap. um so it'll be uh, yeah. really good to look uh, forward to that on this uh, december the 19th so we'll see what happens and how the teams spend that money um but we have to when you talk about in in the uh, cricket scene in india we have to talk about the national team um mm-hmm. is it getting boring now watching india win all the time uh we were actually having a, a long discussion about the same thing you know um india actually playing um countries like bangladesh uh, sri lanka you know west indies isn't really doing uh, in the indian team uh, too much of good because um, these teams are just coming in getting white washed and going back um so i think the real challenge will start for us when we tour new zealand or we tour england uh, which is when our batsmen and bowlers will definitely be put to test uh, but having said that it's great to see that uh, the indian team is transitioning from a spinner dependent team to more of you know pacers dominating the show and uh, uh, to put it into perspective the spinners didn't pick a single wicket in the uh, second innings of bangladesh's uh, uh, you know of bangladesh in the second test uh, so th- that just goes on to speak volumes about how india has really developed as a uh, as a fast bowling unit more than just depending on the spinners um so in- the indian team is definitely uh, developing in terms of uh, you know adapting the situations 
Um, but then again, playing in India for all these series and having a lead of over 120 points uh, in the Test Championship, um, I, I don't, I don't think it's uh, it's too much to brag about currently. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was it's strange saying that, isn't it? When you think, uh, is it getting boring? The only reason I ask because they're like yeah, they're finishing two three days, and the other way to look mm-hmm. at it is that it's good that India dominating so much at home. Um, you know, Correct. you can only play the teams that's in front of you. But uh, I think the uh, scheduling has been kind to India as well. Uh, I think that's worked yeah. well. But you you got to give it to them. I mean, they are absolutely you know uh, dominating any team they play. I expect a bit more against the South Africans but again India steamrolling them Bangladesh disappointing that the test matches mm-hmm. ended so quickly but you mentioned the mm-hmm. Pacers that have been playing Ishan um, uh, Yadav and um, uh, Shami but we've, done, we've not got our best bowler either Bumrah uh, you've got Bovi in the background as well so a really good pace attack that hopefully will stand us in good stead when we start playing abroad Absolutely, yeah. As you said rightly, you know, uh, India's domination is certainly something that we're enjoying. Uh, although it's happening in India and on our home grounds, um, India's domination certainly can't be, um, you know, uh, pushed away because uh, under Virat Kohli, we've pretty much become a team uh, who are unbeatable. And uh, you know, as as he said time and time again, India is always going to look for a win, and uh, nothing less than a win, even a draw, won't suffice. Is something he said over time. Mm. Um, so, under Kohli, obviously, as a, as a captain, he's done a fantastic job in leading the side and uh, pushing uh, the player to um, go on and do well. So, I, I just hope that this form carries on in the matches that we go and play away as well. Yeah, and uh, when we did a, uh, a show previewing the international season coming ahead, I think we did say that the real test when we will be when we uh, go to New Zealand. And as you saw today in the uh, New Zealand-England uh, test match, New Zealand at yeah. home are a very formidable team. Uh, so that'll be very the first cool. real test. And we'll see where we stand uh, in terms of um, test cricket. Uh, I think uh, it'll be good, uh, a good com- uh, competition between the two teams. And I'm glad it's a yeah. uh, long test series as well. Um, yeah. I've, I've just got, obviously, it's a big year this year. It's going to be, well, not this year, but uh, in T20, uh, in 2020, it's going to be the T20 World Cup. Um, mm-hmm. Just a couple of questions around... Um, a few of the players and what have you around the T20 because this is something that we've got to build up to. Um, the Indian team is still experimenting, which is fair enough. You know, we've got a year to go and we've got the IPL. Uh, but um, what's your view on Rishabh Pant? Um, you know, I, I think this is a very um, opinion-based debate. Uh, obviously, given the fact that Rishabh Pant uh, has his fans and uh, also has quite a few critics, um, uh, sort of... Uh, uh, not not on his side. Uh, so I I feel Rishabh Pant uh, definitely is a youngster. Um, uh, he still needs to have some. I mean, he still needs to have quite a lot of backing. You know, although he has played a few series and uh, he's not had he's not done too well. Um, I feel he's probably just one series away from really shining and uh, coming out on top. Uh, but having said that, um, over time we've seen him throw his wicket away um, in crucial situations. And uh, falling, I mean, losing his wicket uh, when when uh, the need of the hour was for him to stay in the middle. Um, so I, I feel that he still has a little bit of time um, that he needs to spend and you know uh, figure out what his role is in the Indian team. And uh, but but with the likes of Sanju Samson, Nishan Kishan, obviously 
uh, waiting for that chance. Um, I just feel that this upcoming series uh, against the West Indies is the series where he shines and uh, proves to the world that uh, he certainly is a big contender for the wicketkeeper spot in the 2020 World Cup. Yeah, I mean, um, anybody following the Desi Sportscast will know that I was a huge, well, I am a huge fan of uh, Rishabh and uh, I really wanted him in the Indian World Cup squad. Uh, he he did end up in the squad eventually. I thought he had a really yeah. good season for the Capitals. Uh, but I thought, you know, some of the way he plays uh, the, some of his shots and why he's under pressure, let's be fair as well. Uh, yeah. But um, I thought against the West Indies, um, I really wanted to see uh, Sanju Sampson been given a chance, given three games? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sanju Samson obviously uh, is, is a very talented player, no doubt. Uh, and he's he's really made an impression at, at all the positions that he's been given uh, at the top of the order and in the middle. Uh, he's certainly someone who can float around and can anchor and, as well, and also produce the big hits. So, I, I feel, you know, as we discussed earlier, uh, this could be the make-or-break series for uh, Rishabh and uh, if Rishabh doesn't uh, do too well, you know, Sanju Samson could certainly be given the push uh, for the next series. Uh, but having said that, I'm, uh, I mean, uh, truth be told, I am pretty surprised by the fact that they've left him out of the West Indies series. Mm. Um, but then again, this could be just, uh, this could be a big message as to Rishabh Pan saying uh, that, you know, if he doesn't perform, he's certainly going to be out of the team. Uh, so I think it'll be a pretty exciting uh, series against the West Indies. And I believe uh, Rishabh has been sent to play play in the side Mustakali Trophy. Side Mustakali, yeah, yeah. So he's going to turn out for Delhi in the uh, group stages, I'm assuming. So we'll we'll see how we get if he can get his form back. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'll be very crucial as well. The other thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, MS Dhoni. Um, mm-hmm. Not outside India. It's a bit of a why is I mean. Where does he go now? I mean, the selection board are saying, you know, they're not making any comments, but they've said to the fact that, you know, we've, we're have we going in a certain direction, which is obviously young players. Um, mm-hmm. What's the talk back home about MS Dhoni and his future? Uh, well, to be really honest with you, uh, we, we've had our own discussions uh, surrounding uh, MS Dhoni and... Uh, you know, where he goes from here. But then again, you know, no one really knows what his intentions are because uh, he's played cricket for such a long time and uh, now that he's off, you know, he hasn't played in the last few series. Um, I mean, the question uh, should should ideally be answered by the man himself. <laughs> you know, how much ever we discuss um, about where Dhoni is going, uh, I don't think uh, there's too much that we can speak about. Uh, but having said that, I feel that even if he does feature, uh, you know, in a few matches, the 2020 World Cup could be uh, his last major tournament and he might hang up his boots. But uh, then again, you know, um, Dhoni being Dhoni will <laughs> will always be backed and um, he'll always have his fans behind him. So, um, all we can probably hope is for him to come good whenever he decides to play or uh, or we give him a fitting farewell whenever he decides to hang up his boots as well. I mean, he's not playing any domestic cricket, is he? No, he's not playing domestic cricket either. Uh, he's just taking a break um, or something on, on that line. So, he's not going to play in the Saig Mushtakali Trophy. Do you think he'll play in the Ranji Trophy? Um, uh, given that he he's uh, he you know he uh, retired from Test Cricket a long time ago, uh, uh, he, he, him playing in the Ranji Trophy doesn't seem like a possibility. 
um he could only turn up for uh, a few series next year probably i think that'll be when he'll be back yeah that's a strange thing if you're not playing cricket of any standard um and the next big tournament that he will definitely we know play will be the IPL um yeah. it's a strange situation for all concerned i mean like like i said the board have said you know we've decided to go on a certain path of young players and that's why bunt and yeah. uh, is being given so much of a chance maybe in the back of their minds they're thinking well we know what Tony can do he's done it so many he's experienced so we know we've got him so you know your call that he might play in the t20 world cup is um, it's definitely possible that uh, he's a player that can step up, have a good IPL or a decent IPL, and then um, be uh, in the squad for the T20 World Cup. So that could ha- happen. So that's a strange one, and we'll see how that pans out. Um, yeah. do, when do you think we should stop experimenting with the T20 ty- uh, side? Is it for the tour of New-, uh, New Zealand, or do we you know, hold our judgment on uh, the squad till after the IPL? When do you stop experimenting? Um, I, I, I think the, the, the BCCI will probably decide to stick with the squad similar to this, you know, uh, until, uh, until the World T20 because um, there's no point in really experimenting with players um, given the fact that, you know, guys like Hardik Pandya and Bumrah who are currently out with an injury will definitely come back into the fold uh, once they're fully fit. Um, so I feel uh, the experimentation um, uh, with guys like Shivam Dubey and Sanju Samson uh, was already in the in the running, and that happened during the Bangladesh series. Um, but with the West Indies series, I mean the team for the West Indies series, um, uh, similar to the one um, uh, against Bangladesh, mm. with the only exception being Sanju Samson. Uh, not considered. Yeah. Uh, I feel the experimentation is um, is done for the time being, and uh, this uh, the squad for the World T20 could be very similar to what we're watching right now, or what we're going to what uh, these guys are going to feature for India in the upcoming series as well. Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty much in agreement with you. A lot of the slots are being filled uh, because we know we've got a couple of players. Um, we mentioned MS, you've mentioned uh, Bumrah and Pandya, uh, so they, they will definitely feature. Uh, so we've got three T20s against West Indies, three against Sri Lanka, and then the five big ones against New Zealand. And it's the New Zealand tour that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a very exciting period of cricket for the Indian team. And uh, we, we, we'll certainly see a lot more guys uh, stepping up and taking up the onus. Guys like Mayank Agarwal, um, you know, Umesh Yadav and Yuzvendra Chahal, some of the few youngsters who could really put up their hands and uh, produce a few uh, important knocks. Yeah, exciting times domestically and internationally for Indian cricket. And um, what's fun for us is that um, we've got you to guide us through uh, with your <laughs> brilliant insight and expertise. And, um, uh, you know, I keep thanking you, but I genuinely mean that. It's always an education speaking to you on uh, any sport uh, We've already experienced what you know what I said earlier about Kabaddi, but today our first podcast on cricket and it's been an education. So thank you so much for taking time out and speaking to us and I hope we can do this uh, more often. Yeah, that's very kind of you. Thanks a lot. Uh, I obviously have a great time speaking to you always. Um, you know, speaking sports is always something that I love doing and, uh, uh, you know, with you, it's always a, a great pleasure talking to you. Um, a lot that I learn as well. So thank you so much for giving me yet another chance. No, no, no. Thank you, Prasan. Um, have a fantastic uh, evening back home. Um, I know you're working today, so. Um, but uh, uh, enjoy 
covering the uh, Sai Mushtaq Ali Trophy and then obviously uh, a lot of cricket coming up. So, like I said, hopefully we'll be speaking to you again. But thank you again for today, my friend. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.